Cathedral Software. Press Melbourne. Mr. Melbourne is no longer with the company. What do you mean? What? May I connect you to someone who could help you? I don't, I've never, I've never, I've never dealt with anybody in operations. I don't. Who may I connect you? No, anybody else. Um, the head of head of security systems. Look, just tell them that it's Angela Bennett. Thank you. I'll put you through to Miss Bennett. What? No, I am Angela Bennett. Hello. Hello. This is Angela Bennett. Welcome to Double Impact, the podcast where we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or are best left in the past. I'm Tristan. And I'm Greg. And I'm Tristan. Whoa. Little special guest appearance there by our wife of the show, <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Greg Carroll. Yeah. Uh, our Thanks. first live studio audience. Live. What a privilege. Yeah. What are we doing? For you. <laughs> what are we doing tonight, Greg? Uh, we're going back to 95. 95. Good year. Can you tell me what we've already done in 95, Tristan? Nope. Uh, Come on. I can. Batman Forever. Batman Forever. No, I can't remember. Pillow. Ah, uh, fucking Billy Madison. And one more. <laughs> Greg was puckering his lips. What is that? That was me being James Bond. Oh, I was being James Bond. That was my smoldering. <laughs> Wasn't that smoldering? Did I do duck face? Yeah, you were duck facing it. Yeah, smoldering duck face. <laughs> smoldering duck face. Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah, we did do a bit of 95 in the early days. Yeah. Yeah, good year. Not bad. Toy Story came out in 95. Do you know what else came out in 95? No, tell me. Pocahontas. No. But do you know, interestingly enough, yeah. uh, watching Toy Story recently, yeah. um, it actually does look heaps old, the original one. Oh, yeah. I did that too. I did that too. The, the humans Especially in Especially the humans. Yeah. Well, the toys look like toys, I guess. But Which was smart, to, uh, smart at the time to like, with the limitations of the CGI, Focus make on, it plastic. Yeah. yeah. The, the kids look weird. They're like... Have we um, determined... Speaking of CGI Disney's, Lion King is out this week. Yeah. Have we determined the genitalia situation? We are unclear how specific the cock and vag will be and balls. Yeah, the balls. Can you guys send us an email? Let us know. Do you know what would be amazing? Photorealistic, they say. If they were brave. If they were brave, they'd do it. If they were brave, they would go full lipstick. (laughs) Red rocket, red rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. It's photorealistic. Yeah. So if they got a real lion, it has a dick and balls. Yeah. And they're not going to censor and that sometimes out. sometimes when lions sit down... Red rocket. Their dicks come out. <laughs> they're not anthropomorphic animals yeah, either. These are like just straight up animals. It's raw. It's the animal kingdom. It's the animal kingdom. It's a circle of life. It's Makuna Matata. It's a circle of life. Tristan's had some wine. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a... It's a musical episode. You're in for a treat. Hey, this is good because when we do a not so great movie, you, you need this. It's true. So, need this. What movie are we doing, Greg? I asked you that a while ago. Oh, <laughs> well, clue was it's from 95. Yeah. So it's not any of those good movies we just mentioned. It's a film that is poignant for the era in which it was made. And a movie that kind of inspired the premise of this podcast. Mm, in that things date. Yeah. And this film certainly is dated because it's about the net. The net. And it's called The, the net. net. Starring Sandra Bullock and some guy. <laughs> yeah, some guy we never saw again. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're doing The Net. Who the remembers net. The Net? Remember The Net? Sandra Bullock orders net. a pizza and shit just On The Net. On The Net. Which, to be fair... Is one of the best uses of the net these days. Like she preempted the pizza tracker by twenty odd years. (laughs) (laughs) She did. Yeah, that's probably the not to jump ahead. (laughs) That's one part that aged nicely. But yeah, July nineteen ninety five. This movie, The Net, came out twenty two million dollar budget. It grossed one hundred and ten million. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for a movie about the net. Well, is it? Yeah, it was very topical. Yeah, because this was still it. Arguably still is, and perhaps we'll get into that. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll forget to. <laughs> Maybe we'll forget to. 
How do you think this went with the critic scores? Oh, uh, I'm going to say low, low to medium. Yeah, l- low. Critic, <laughs> <laughs> critic score of 38 percent, audience score of 44 percent. Okay, that's yeah. That's there's no medium. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the audience score is close to medium, um, but I mean, this was a very, very, very topical thing. I hadn't. Uh, did you watch this back in the day? I hadn't seen it. I, I didn't think I saw did. it. So my, in terms of my personal context of that year, I just thought I'd maybe paint a bit of a picture of my relationship with the net, as in the internet, not so much the film. So I didn't see this movie. Persian Kitty. What? Go on. <laughs> I had I had very little interest in Sandra Bullock. Yeah. I was had a hot and cold relationship with computers and the internet. I had this thing called. Um, all Advantage. Did you ever hear of All Advantage? So Go it was on. free internet if you watched ads. So it was like a banner that showed up on your desktop. And as you watch, because you're watching ads, you get free internet. And so I used that quite a bit. And um, that allowed me to do my ICQs. It allowed me to use my Napsters. And I, would, yeah, I right. think I had like two or three MP3s only, though. <laughs> like it took a long time. It took a day to like download shit. You download a song, you'd wake up for breakfast. Oh, yeah. Start downloading something, leave for school, and come back, and maybe it's 70% yeah. done. You d- <laughs> download like a 12 second porn clip. and It's fucking crazy, man. Like, I remember we, we when we bought a computer in the household, it was a big deal. We bought a compact Presario. Oh, they were nice. And I think it was like the, the hard drive, the storage was like less than three gig. And you got more than that in your watch these days. It was days. one gig. It was, I remember when. I remember my first gig hard drive computer. Yeah. It is and this was like top of the line shit. Like we had a friend who worked in somewhere and like we got a great deal. This was a big deal. And I think like using the internet in those days, it was very much like a surf the net. Like you go, oh, I'm gonna like, oh dad, can I use the internet? And you go you go and on the like, internet. Yeah, I'm on the internet. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what should I look for? Well, I mean, <laughs> sex. <laughs> you type in sex into a search engine. <laughs> into Alta Vista? Into Alta Vista. Were you an Alta Vista guy? Alta Vista, Jeeves, Hotbot. These were all like, it was a very active process. Whereas now it's more just the integrate. The internet's just the back end of all these things that are useful. Do you remember Persian Kitty? No, what's that? Persian Kitty. No, <laughs> you can't just say it again. <laughs> Persian Kitty. It was, uh, it was like an adult site. We perused oh. in like ninety seven, ninety eight. Really? Oh, there was yeah. some porn site that someone had a password at school that was floating around. I can't remember what that was called. I just looked it up there and took a photo and sent it to my mate Liam because <laughs> it just still exists. Yeah, it still exists. He's it using looks it. Kind just... of, it's got the same look and feel. It's vintage now. It's <laughs> vintage porn. It's like vintage the Space Jam porn website. Sites. Wow! 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 It's all here. But even just computers, man. We were saying this the other day. I bought a laptop recently, like last week, recently. Are you looking at vaginas, Greg? It's, <laughs> sorry. It's, whoops. <laughs> it just came up. I'm, I'm going to close Persian Kitty. This is inappropriate. We're a family program. Bookmark and close. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, what I was saying was, Greg, I bought a computer last week and I was excited by the idea of buying a computer and then I took it home and I was like, ah. Uh, it's like buying a washing machine these days. Like it's not that exciting, right? The feeling of buying a computer in 1995. Huge. It's like, oh, I'm going to use the Mavis Bacon typing program and mm. see how fast I can type. Oh. I'm going to get download the, or no, buy on the CD-ROM the After Dark screensavers and all that. Like just all this stuff that was so exciting, but it was nothing. Microsoft Dogs. What was that? And you he dug just... a hole in the screen and stuff. No, no. My, well, Microsoft Dogs was like a research tool on dogs. And oh. you just picked the breed. And well, that's not what I... Oh, Encarta. Oh, Encarta. Some of yeah. them had videos of Michael Jordan dunking and stuff. You're like, whoa, Encarta. That was before the internet. Insert mid, mid-dunk, insert second uh, disc two. When you said... yeah. <laughs> When you said the dog thing, I think it was actually an after dark screensaver where you'd have a screensaver where a dog comes out and he digs holes in the screen. It's impressive. It was very sophisticated. Like it was so exciting that I would de- I would install it from the city rob and wait for the computer to go to sleep so I could see the screensavers. The screensaver was the most exciting thing about the did computer. You, did you know you could change the screensaver time? Oh no, 
Not right away. <laughs> and there were so many screensavers. But the flying toasters, remember that? The flying toasters. Yeah, I never, I never got it's those. It's a Mac thing. Ah, oh, that's why. I'm a PC guy. Mist? Mist. I couldn't get past the first bit. Yeah. The first well, bit. We talked about this recently. Stuck in the library or whatever it I was. I got stuck at that library too. And it's like you open the book and that guy's talking to you. Like, I didn't even think I got that <gasps> And then- um, It was the most built up game and I was, yeah. I downloaded it on iPhone a couple of years ago. Was it And easier? then looked up um, how to get through it. And I got much further and then I got bored. On your iPhone? Yeah. Because it's all touchy anyway. You just touch things and go there. It, so it translates quite well. Does it? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. And then, of course, ICQ was a big deal for me. Did that was you... the primary internet vehicle probably for me of 1995. Did you say? <laughs> That's it. I think some people don't know that. I think a lot of people were MSN and not ICQ. This this cadence means I'm very popular. Man, I remember just talking to Dead Set Strangers. Yeah. Like middle-aged men. Straight shit. up ASL. Yeah, straight up. I was like, yep, yep. <laughs> Did you get groomed? <laughs> Did you get groomed? <laughs> what was your personal context around this picture? Around the picture? Yeah, oh. well, around the year too. I know I, I didn't talk about the picture at all. 95. Well, 95, I'm thinking internet-wise 95. I don't think I had the internet in 95. Right. We got it pretty early. 95, Actually, I would you know, have been... Actually, you probably right. I was probably, 11. I don't think I had the internet. Yeah. I was in year seven. You know what? You then. make a very good point. I think we... I think I got it in about year nine. We underestimate, overestimate, like how long the internet's been around. Like we really barely had the internet in 95. Like it got it, it started in terms of mainstream being yeah. able to get it in like 94, I think, right? Yeah. I think I was on the ICQ on the reg. In like yeah. year ten, yeah, yeah, that sounds I about right. Sitting there because I was meant to be doing like high school, no, sorry, school certificate, yeah. like ex, you know, exam, school exams, and I was just ASLing chicks, yeah, and dudes, as far as you know, anyone that would reply. Context for the movie, I, I definitely saw it, but I don't, I don't have a lot of memories around it. Not like American Pie, yeah, where you're like I it wasn't knew, all I that significant. Chatswood, Mandarin Center, and watched it. I was aware of it. I wasn't all that. Yeah, excited by it. Um, but you make a good point, Gregory, in terms of where we were at with the internet. I um, found it, to set the context, So, uh, yeah, does it, there's not a lot in terms of how this movie came to be. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Greg has a mischievous look on his face. Greg, Greg's building a 1995 soundboard. <laughs> um I thought I'd set the context by finding some. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> and you're waiting. You're like, and then you, I mean, and then your sister <laughs> picks up the phone. <laughs> Get off the internet. Get off the mom. Mom. <laughs> Gosh. Sorry. Come on, what were you saying? What was I saying? All right. This movie came out in 95, and it's before we go into how's it, how's it age, yada, yada, yada. It, 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 let's put into context when this movie came out. 1995, a movie about the net. Like, this was new shit, man. Yeah. So, to set the context, why don't I just introduce everyone to the internet, first of all. Go. Yeah. Uh, I've got a good little clip here that sets the context nicely for that. So I've just got ICQ open, so it might <laughs> From Georgia to Palo Alto, from Oslo to Singapore, from the Vatican Library to dinosaurs in Hawaii, from talk radio... Same-day service in a nanosecond world. ...to missing children... From bioinformatics to the World Bank. From Wired Magazine to Mother Jones. From current weather maps to the latest Supreme Court decisions. A vast array of information is being made available in attractive, easy-to-use form and for free over the Internet. A global electronic mall is under construction. People congregate here, interact here, and find the information they want. 
And here, too, they are beginning to conduct business. Here, the smallest of companies can search and shop on a global scale for the best resources and products at the best prices. Wasn't that like the vibe of the internet, though? It was, it was like, wow. It was scary and confusing and amazing. I remember my mother told me, now I heard you can, you can go on a spacewalk with NASA. But I think, what would that have even meant, just seeing static images of space, which is just black? Like, what are you even... But it was like, it's all connected and like... It's very, very interesting. Um, and, and so that's obviously, uh, it's easy to go, oh, yeah, well, you found a random video. This is the Today Show in the US trying to understand what email is in 1994. Oh, that's that right. little mark with the A and then the ring around it. At? See, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie said she thought it was about. Yeah. Oh, but I'd never heard it. I'd never heard it said. I'd always seen around. the mark, but never yeah. heard it said. And then yeah. it sounded stupid when I said it. Violence at NBC. <coughs> yeah, I heard be something around big in the lunchroom. The See, week. there it is. Violence at NBC. GE com. I mean, well, what, what Allison should know. What, what do you is say internet that anyway? Internet is uh, that massive computer right. network, mm-hmm. the one that's becoming really big now. What do you mean? That's big. How does one? What do you write to it? Like mail? No, a lot of people use it and communicate. I guess they can communicate with NBC writers and producers. Allison, can you explain what internet is? No, she can't say anything in ten seconds or less. Oh, <laughs> oh. Allison will be in the studio shortly. What, is what does it, it mean? It's a, it's a giant computer network made up made up of uh, started from. Oh, I thought you were going to tell us what this was. It's so like a, look a in computer the billboard. It's not. It's, it's not a, it's it, it's it's a computer billboard, but it's nationwide, right. and it's it's several uh, universities and everything all joined together. And right, and others can access it. And, right, and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. It Just came great. in really handy during the quake. A lot of people—that's how they were communicating out to tell family and loved ones they were okay because all the phone lines were down. I was telling Katie, and I was. But you don't need you don't need that you don't need a phone line to operate no. internet. No, no. A lot of misinformation there. This is 1994. This is the year before the net, the movie came out. So then it's important to remember, before we tear this thing to shreds, this is the state of what we thought the internet was. The good news is there was also a very handy video, Greg, Yeah. to explain the internet to you and what it means for your household. Oh, I'll play a little please. bit over here. Just, so, like, just in case there's any listeners out there that don't understand the internet, I, this will I don't anymore. provide some good context. On your mark, get set. We're riding on the internet, cyberspace set free. Hello, virtual reality. Interactive appetite, searching for a website, a window to the world, got to get online. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. Hey there, it's us again. This is my brother Peter, mom and dad, and I'm Dasha. Today, we're going to be showing our friends, Andrew and Lisa, the basics of the internet. And we thought you might want to come along. It'll be cool. Now, here's a little background. When we installed Internet Access on our computer, I got the whole family involved. It's true. Everybody had their own tasks to do. It was a lot of work, but it was really worth it. Now that I've gotten on the Internet, I'd rather be on my computer than doing just about anything. It's really cool. The Internet gave us a whole world of exciting new possibilities. So I guess this is a story of how it changed our lives. Maybe it will yours, too, with the Kid's Guide to the Internet. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. I like the jingle. So this is very uh, helpful stuff. I, I think for anyone out there who's just getting up to speed, that, that should get you on board. Do you have something there to share, Greg? You seem very engrossed. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, until one minute ago, <laughs> I thought that an Australian invented the internet. Oh, wasn't it someone in the US in the army or something? No. And then I thought, no, it's that Tim Berners Lee guy. Ah. Uh-huh. So Tim Berners Lee. So I believe he was pretty heavy handed in it all, but I've just discovered he's English. Oh. Tried Googling and did an Australian event, and then it Wi Fi popped up. So maybe an Australian invented Wi Fi. Oh, yeah. No, I think the Wi Fi thing is awesome. Wi Fi is it? And uh, penicillin. <laughs> yeah. And, and the uh, lawnmower. Yeah, and the hill's hoist. <laughs> That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. The hill's hoist. Something- you know this if you watch the uh, opening ceremony for the 2000 Olympic Games. We we're really trying to get it all out there. Yeah. The penicillin float was really something. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> Please uh, call your doctor. His pain persists. <laughs> uh, so Tim Berners-Lee is English. That's a mind. This is an educational. 
You know, we should submit <laughs> our program into educational. No, we can put it, probably get it in the state library just in terms of being on the record as the authority on the topic. Yeah. I don't know. Can we? I don't know. Anywho, that's all that I've been doing over here while <laughs> been looking pensive. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. Okay, so I do have a few little details on the path to getting made for this particular particular picture. <laughs> There's not a lot out there. Directed by a film by the name of Erwin Miller. Mm. Interestingly, with this fella, he was 60 already at this point in making this. 60-ish. He's 88 now. What does that make him? 59 maybe then. Um Good math. Producer and director of over 50 motion pictures. He was a producer on Raging Bull. The right stuff. Goodfellas. He directed Life is a House with Kevin Klein. Shit movie. But the other ones sound good. He's one of those ones that sounds like great producer, director, questionable. But obviously, like a big fucking deal in Hollywood. He's been around with respect. Um, it was written by two fellas by the name of John Brancato and Michael Ferris. They also wrote The Game. David Finch's The Game with um, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. And, uh, Michael Douglas. Unfortunately, also wrote Terminator Only 3. Only white boy ever make me moy. <laughs> okay, so these guys, John Brancato and uh, Michael Ferris, they also wrote Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Bow, bow. Oh, yeah. Terminator Salvation. Bow, bow. But these guys were uh, back at Harvard. They were editors on the Harvard Lampoon. Which is a big deal. That's like, you know, what um, Conan O'Brien and like, that's like, you're kind of comedy royalty if you do that in, at college. They they read a couple of episodes of The Simpsons as well. Ah, then you've got, you're kind of building it up here. When you, you... <laughs> to what? I don't know. <laughs> then they wrote the net. <laughs> like, there's no build up here. Well, you went from shitty Terminator movies to The Simpsons. Well, well this is that's on. the order I've written it. It probably happened in the other order. Uh, they also wrote some Married with Children. Hey, Peg. Yeah. Peg, you're an idiot. They, so in their defense, okay, they wrote, no, not in their defense. They wrote the two terrible Terminator movies, but wrote Simpsons and wrote Married with Children, so not too bad. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Interesting decision to get into serious, weird action thrillers. Well, Thriller movies, I guess. Yeah. Not comedies, that's for sure. I think from a from a backstory to this movie, probably the most significant thing here is uh, Bullock, the ascension of Bullock. Mm. So she, um, I'm probably not going to hit all the minor roles, but she did a movie called Hangman in '87, and there wasn't a lot around nope. then. But then Demolition Man in '93. Was that her? Was that it? was her. And as we learned in the, yeah, um, no, it was her. It was nearly I... Laurie Petty, <laughs> as we learned in yeah. the um, the other episode. But then she did Speed in '94. Why You Were Sleeping also in 95, and then this movie, The Net in 95 too. So she's really like... Peak Bullock. Peak Bullock. Arguably. Um, so like not a bad run in terms of Hollywood, right? Like Speed was massive. Why You Were Sleeping was big enough. And this movie was pretty big too, as you saw with the numbers. Um, they've got a, a little clip here talking about her early work. She was quite the starlet at this stage. She was. Hey, you know, congratulations on becoming like a big time, big, big time. All because of you, Dave. That's I owe it to Dave. (laughs) I had nothing to do with it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I said, take us through now. Okay. The chronology of your work. Take us through your filmography. What was the first? Okay, do I really have to? Yeah, no, the the first big film, your first big break in Hollywood. What does that mean, like big film? Do you mean like what I thought was was my break? Yeah, for you, sure. What do you do? You mean like okay? You like my first job? Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm going to embarrass myself. No, no, here. you're I'm not going to gonna embarrass yourself. Well, you haven't seen some of my earlier works. So. Oh well, yeah, maybe I have. <laughs> maybe yeah. I have. What was the first one that you are my happy first, with? My first um, one that I was happy with was uh, a little film that I think my parents saw uh-huh. called um, Love Potion Number Nine. No, I haven't seen that one. Okay. okay. Now take us from there to what was next. Um, uh, the next one was a, a really, really bad film. Called, that, it was called Fire on the Amazon. Mm, didn't see that one either. Well, thank God. All right. <laughs> um, the next one you want? Yeah. Okay, the next one was um, a film called uh, The Vanishing. The Vanishing. Where, best role I've had. You know, yeah. All right. You pretty much show up for two weeks of work, and then they talk about you for the rest of the film. Oh, that is good, isn't it? Yeah. And then, um, okay, Vanishing, then A Thing Called Love and Wrestling Ernest Hemingway. You yeah. haven't seen those either, yeah, have no. you? I've seen them all. You lie. I've seen them all. <laughs> you lie. No, okay, no. well, okay, and then they get really big. Yeah. Then they get really big. Then comes, um, 
Oh, a film called uh, Demolition Man, where it's a, it's a film about um, just me in really tight clothes, so it was about dieting, <laughs> the whole film. Um, eating blanched vegetables for five months is what that one was about. Um, then came Speed. Yeah. The bus goes really fast. But, but and, and now, the last one, which was... Uh, while uh, You Were Sleeping? While You Were Sleeping, yeah. yeah. Which I confused with uh, While You Were Sleeping in Seattle, but they're two okay. different films, right? A breath of fresh air. Yeah. She's delightful. And um, I was just saying to Greg off mic, like at the time for me, I did oh. not had very little interest in Sandra Bullock. And that was, uh, we're getting ahead, but that was one of my first things of this movie. I was like, Sandra Bullock's a fucking national treasure. How great is she? Like if she wasn't in this movie, I would have fallen asleep. <laughs> exactly. It was pretty bad. It was bad. I remember distinctly uh, reading an uh, article in something like a, a tabloid, basically. And it was talking about Sandra Bullock being the poor man's Julia Roberts. And I thought that was so mean. I don't think she is that. And then she wasn't, because that was earlier. And then she became way bigger than Julia Roberts. Like, Julia Roberts is the poor man's Sandra Bullock now. Is she? I reckon. No, I mean, if you had to. if you, They're both... Had to what? If, if, you had, if one had to be one of the poor man's the other one. But they don't have to be. We can... Two... Female stars can I think coexist. They're both just super- two female stars can coexist. This is the issue with. This is like Arnie and Sly. No, but it's not. This is like. Um- oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I apologize. No, because they're not action heroes. They're just actors. Like, that's a very broad category. No, because they are a similar ilk. Yeah, they are. They're comparable. I'm not arguing with you, Greg. I'm arguing with society. Yeah, I know, but I feel like I'm the voice of society. <laughs> now you're on trial. <laughs> I'm, represent- I'm representing society here. Come no, on. but it's like... Um, They're comparable enough. It's like how Nicki Minaj and um, Cardi B. It's like, why can't we just have two female rappers? Why do they have to be fighting? Can't we just get along? There's only room for one. <laughs> See? Yeah, he- Greg makes a good point. We solved Missy it, Missy Elliott stepped to the side. <laughs> One at a time, guys. One Eve at a time. Backed off. Eve backed off. It's true. I mean, should we should we should we play the trailer? We're definitely moving on from this. Yeah. Play the trailer. We all live in the age of information. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where Where can I hook up my bottom? Every trace of our existence is computerized. Everything about us is encoded somewhere on a complex network of information. Computers your life, aren't they? Yes. Perfect hiding place. Computer analyst Angela Bennett was just doing her job. When she stumbled onto something What is this? She never should have seen I plugged it in and I'm staring at the personal medical files of the Undersecretary of Defense, Michael Bergstrom Someone's tapped into the system How long would it take to track her? Depends on how long she stays online Something Why would anybody want to do any of this? That reaches farther than she could ever imagine They hacked into computers and they caused this chaos Wall Street The market panicked as officials suspended trading The Department of Water and Power in Atlanta LAX. We've lost radar contact. Now. It's time to go. They're manipulating her world. You can make it reality. What you choose? According to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you're Ruth Marks. They, they, they've screwed with my information and, and my fingerprints. I don't understand. Why me? Infiltrating her life. Find whoever she's been speaking to. No, he was not a diabetic. Where? And erasing her identity. We've got an outstanding warrant for Ruth Marks on federal charges. I am Angela Bennett. Just give us the disc and we'll give you your life back. She has the evidence. She's copied the disc. Clever girl. But they have the power. This summer, Sandra Bullock is caught in the net. A film by Urban Winkler. If it was a ma- if this was a if this was a male protagonist, mm-hmm. would he have been wanted for prostitution? You make a good point, Craig. You make a good point. No, no, that's right. That's <laughs> me making a point. <laughs> you made a great point. I'm done. <laughs> Not so fast. What? Did, how was the rewatch? Uh 
comical. Yeah. It was comical. Yeah. Like you couldn't watch this now as a legitimate thriller, which I guess is what it was. Yeah. Yeah, I had like, I, I thought it was okay. And as a concept, it's not outdated. It's more in the details. Yeah, like the notion yeah. of either- It's very much real now, the, the overall concept that your identity can be taken and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Privacy and all that. Yeah, that's a- It's on point. And it's it's something we're definitely interested in, but I think at this time was particularly interesting. Do you know, remember the movie Hackers? Yeah. That was the same year as The Net. Right. Yeah. And then a couple of years, it was only a couple of years later, I think two or three years later, they had Enemy of the State. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. So there's a whole batch of these movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and then even, um, I mean, The Matrix was 98. Yeah. So, but, but that's also how fast culture changes, though, because like we said, that, those clips we played before, that was 94. This movie was 95. So things move pretty quickly, quickly. but Hackers was the same year, to be fair. But yeah. I, I can't even, I wouldn't be able to vouch for whether Hackers holds up or no, not. No, just I remember it had that girl that was famous very briefly. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, there was someone else too. Yeah, that girl that was a bit, I don't know. Yeah, no, there was someone else. Out. But yeah, that would actually be a good one to do. Have you set, seen The Circle? Movie. What's that? It's a movie with Tom Hanks and Emma Hermione Granger. What? Hermione Granger, Emma yeah. Watson. Well, Watson? it's new. Yeah, it's newish. And it's basically about a social network company, media company that like controls people's lives. Oh, the facey. And my boss said, it's really good. I should watch it. And then we looked online to see, and it had like a rating of like 12%. <laughs> and he's like, oh, most people just wouldn't have got it. But we work in marketing, so you'd get it. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's it. They're all idiots. Yeah. Also, you have to watch Pootie Tang. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do. So I got a couple of the circle out there. He gave it to me as my leaving present from work. <laughs> nice. Beautiful. But yeah, they, I mean, these sort of genre, we you're naturally attracted to these genres as humans, right? Like the, yeah. like the possibilities of what tech. And at the time, it's like, what is this big, new, scary thing? Yeah. Um, I think what sums it up pretty well in terms of my notes was this is a very long, mediocre episode of Black Mirror. Ooh. Basically, like right. Although I think, not to jump ahead, but in terms of a reboot, I wouldn't mind seeing a Black Mirror episode set in '95 and something to do with the internet. Something to do with the pizza net. The pizza net. <laughs> the pizza net. That so holds up. I the looked up. Net. I was interested because she was on pizza.net, not pizza.com. Yeah. What's so? What's the difference there? Well, I think you can have both. Not pizza.gov. Yeah. No, because that would have to. Or be. edu. Yeah. Pizza.tv. That would be good. Well, pizza.net, I'm thinking 95, surely pizza.com was available. And whoever set up pizza.net. You could make so much money with domain names. Well, here we go. So pizza.net now has an estimated value of 154,000 US dollars. Wow. Not bad. Do you know what pizza.com estimated value is? What? 5.5 US million. Fuck. So whoever set up pizza.net. It's a damn fool. Assuming that pizza.com was ripe, which it probably was in 95. I'm trying to go to pizza.net right now and it's not doing nothing. So, yeah, I'd say that some people made some internet errors. That's where I'm going with that story. <laughs> no, sorry, I was trying to go to pizza.com. No, that is a good story. Um, Thanks. I think that's one of those ones in hindsight. It's like I should have just registered every possible domain name. Yeah. Like I any know. brand. I should have bought how, all, how would you know? I should have bought all those houses in <laughs> yeah. Gosford. It's one of those ones, yeah, if only I could go back in time, it's like, okay, if I could go back in time, the last thing I'd be thinking about would be domain Domain names. Yeah. I'd be thinking about betting on the Cubbies. (laughs) The almanac, I could take my almanac back with me. sports almanac. It's a money on the Cubbies. (laughs) All right, Greg, do you want to give us a two minutes or less on the plot? Oh, yeah, so uh, we didn't do this last week, did we? We did it recently and you took about 10 minutes. But that's because I kept leading you astray. Okay, so we've got this chick. She likes the internet. Mm. She's she's got two screens. Known to order a pizza now and then. They're very far apart. She's got two, she's two screening, which is pretty normal in most offices now. now. Yeah. But back then it was probably pretty good. Pretty good. Hers are really far apart. Right. And one's a computer game. It's more dramatic. (laughs) She's just playing computer game. (laughs) She's playing Wolfenstein 3D. It is Wolfenstein. It is? Yeah. It is Wolfenstein, but she called it something else. Wolfie? 
Well, she said like, oh, this new game, it's got a little, like they talked about it as if it was some new thing, but it was 100% Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 3D. I don't think Wolfenstein was new in 95. Was it? I don't think 95? so either, but I like they didn't even mock up a different game. They literally took Wolfenstein and called it something else. Mm. Yeah. Uh, since you ordered a pizza online, which is pretty progressive, I guess. All right. It must have been. Anyway, then she like, uh, I think she gets, we, we get the idea she's some kind of computer chick. She's talking to people online. <laughs> it's a real computer she's chick. She's a real nerd one. that just happens to be an absolute. She doesn't like people. She likes to hide in her little yeah, internet world. But she just happens to be a mega babe, which, yeah. which I'm sure is the case for most com- systems analysts. So she's a remote systems analyst. She gets sent some sort of virus collection. Uh, he sends it to her and he's like, yeah. Yeah. And then he, she's like, Oh, what is this? And he goes, I don't know, but it's got government files. And this this is a dude she's only spoken to online. They never met or something. To no, I, I think they work together at Cathedral. But never in person. Oh, they've never met. No, they never met. Wow, what a time. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Only speaking to someone online. Ever. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, it's regular. <laughs> um, so then he's like, yeah, it's got all this crazy stuff. And uh, I'm going to come, I'm going to fly my... Cessna down to see you tomorrow. I'm going to tell you about it. Mm. As long as the building doesn't get in the way, we're good. Then he crashes and dies. <laughs> then she has a holiday to Mexico, right? Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, a few of the bad guys realize that she's seen, she's got the net. Mm. She's got the she's net. She's got the net. <laughs> so she's down there tapping away on a computer in a very. At the net. On the net on the beach. Yeah. On a rather large laptop. Yeah. Some handsome man starts chatting her up. Yeah. Sounds like a dream bird. He knows everything about her. How does he know everything about her? It's mysterious, it's isn't it? crazy. You know, favorite movie was Breakfast at Tiffany's. So that, but that's interesting though. I think legitimately at that point, that would have been kind of a plot twist. Yeah, that, he, that he knew everything. Yeah, it's like, wait, when, well, when she finds out he's a baddie, it's like, wait, how did you know that? And I think as an audience at that point, you'd be like, Whoa, that's a huge implication of what the internet could do. Yeah. Versus now we obviously know that, yeah, I mean, I could look you up in two seconds. Yeah. His name was Jack Devlin. Yeah. Good name. Yeah. Her name was Angela Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. 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 Anywho, next minute, this guy turns out to be a bad guy. Yeah. And he takes her to boat, they have sex. And then she finds a gun. But he didn't have to. Banger. Yeah, because I, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he kind of had to. <laughs> yeah, but he could. It was unprofessional of him. Can we, okay, let's just deviate here a little bit. <laughs> so this guy, <laughs> as the plot expands, turns out to be the worst hitman in the history right. of cinema. Because he, does he like her or not? Like, I can't tell if that's just a, a thing where he's trying to like no, manipulate he, her. I, he seems to like her. He likes her. Yeah. She's cute. Yeah, she's a patoot. And she's nice. Yeah. She's a nice, cute girl. What yeah. not to like. It's true. She can drive a bus. But then I think they should have played it up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Killing a bit... Eve. You know that Killing Eve TV show? I haven't. I do not. Uh, but I assume they played it up more than this. Well, it's like this weird thing where it's sort of like they're trying to hunt each other down and kill each other, but then it's like, wait, do they love each other? It's like a weird... Tension. Mm, there wasn't tension here. No, it wasn't, yeah. It was just shitting. Yeah. Anyway, so there's just this, like, awful amount of terrible things this guy does. Like, i got this list here of shit that Jack Devlin does wrong. Yeah. So he, she, they're walking on the beach and she gets a bag snatched off her. Yeah. By a local. Yeah. And he runs off in the bushes and he's like, I'll chase him. So he runs into the bushes after this guy and he's like, yeah, yeah, if you got... Give me the bag because the bag had the net in it, the, yeah. the floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, the so, he, so he like takes it out and he chucks it. And the guy's like, oh, okay, so give me my money now for doing it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And just kills him. Yeah. Jack Devlin kills him. Like you could have just given him 20 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Rather than off. try and cover a murder. Like you're going to kill kill someone. Yeah. Complete, absolute foolish thing to do. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I've got to go back out there thinking I've got to make it look like there was a struggle. Yeah. So he sticks a knife into his hand and like cuts his palm. Why are you there? You're going to need that hand. He, I use my hands all the time. Every day. Everyone does. Yeah. That has them. Everyone right has hand hands. Too. I'm sure he, he uses right them. And he's a damn fool. But he didn't, he could have just said I couldn't find him. Yeah. He stabbed me right in the palm. <laughs> yeah. He cut me across the palm. 
They're others, yeah. So stupid. And then on the then he, they go on the boat, and he's like, yeah, he's isolated. That's pretty good. He seems to be getting back on track. Yep. Then he, she finds the gun, and he's got a gun. He's like, oh, it's for shark, shark fishing. She's like, okay, <laughs> that's pretty dumb. What are the grenades for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also shark fishing. <laughs> and then she gives him the gun back, and like I think an assassin's meant to know if there's a clip in a gun or not by weight, apparently, from other movies. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had no yeah, idea. Yeah. He's like clicking away. And then he gets overpowered by this. So she gets away. Anyway, then basically she wakes, she she swims away from the boat and I think she gets washed up and wakes up in a Mexican hospital and she's uh, turns out she's been, all her details on the net have changed. She's now Ruth Marks, who's a prostitute. A dr- yeah. A druggy prostitute. I feel like it's a, yeah, it's such a, it's not a bad tactic on his part, I suppose. Yeah, I bet he didn't do that bit though, because Jack Devlin's an idiot. Jack Devlin, you damn fool. Then she goes back and connects with her old lover, her ex therapist. He seems to understand her. Blah blah blah. Mr. Blada. Dennis Miller. There's this like, anyway. There's some company that had this software, security software that was infiltrating everything. Yeah. And they were basically the ones that were. That is correct. And then this guy basically chases around the movie. And, and then he dies. Does he, he dies die? and she gets her life back. The whole time, this Jack Devlin guy just keeps fucking up along the way, by the way. Yeah. Like, he keeps catching her and then just doing something terrible. Yeah. Oh, the the other girl's terrible as well. So there's a. So she is a real deadbeat. There's a girl who also has been played to fill in Angela Bennett. So when. So they, yeah. they give her a fake identity. The wrong identity, calling her a prostitute, called Ruth Marks, and then someone else subs in to play the actual her. Yeah. Go, no, I'm Angela Bennett. So she goes to her place of work to like uncover her. And then she sets up a fire alarm to get everyone out of the office so she can get to the computer to like Yeah. But then the Which ch- is almost the only hacking she does. Yeah, she's in the a entire hacker. movie. This so in the Sandra entire Bullock movie. is meant to be the computer genius, and yet she doesn't she hacks get on the, nothing. Why couldn't she just hack PizzaNet and change her <laughs> name on PizzaNet? Exactly. Like, why does she even need to be in the building to do that fire alarm thing if she's a hacker and they're on the internet? Like, this is there's no it's, full realization. No but again, it's the, the year you don't fully realize these things. I guess there's no Wi-Fi, man. She had to go to a dial-up. Well, she's I guess so. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, wrap she it up. She could have gone to an internet cafe. Wrap up the pot, Greg. You're at one minute and 95 seconds. Uh, she, they, they're at a computer fair and she changes it all in front of everyone. Yeah. And then the film ends where it started, which is with a cover version of Wider Shade of Pale. Oh, yeah, good in point. In MIDI. Yeah. MIDI version. You know MIDI? That it's, it's Annie Lennox, isn't it, I think, in that version? Is it? Yeah. But well, at maybe the I'll, end it was MIDI. Not, yeah, it was MIDI at the end. Why is it? Why is that song in the movie anyway? I like the Joe Cocker version. Yeah, we saw him live. Remember? But why Maybe was, it was that for the movie? Why was, was it that for the, the movie? Why was that the song for the movie? Yeah, it seems like is there more to that than we can pick up? I don't know. Is there? Yeah. And why was it in MIDI form? Yeah. Do you feel like you're at karaoke now? Yeah. I can see like a uh, a woman walking down the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the plot. That's what happened. That's the plot. All right. So uh, big pieces. Sandra Bullock was the delight. She, she wasn't is. if she wasn't in this movie Dead in the Water. I don't know if I mentioned before. I I had no Sandra Bullock thing before, and I was like, you know what? She was a cutie patootie. I never, never. You didn't realize she was I a cutie never, patootie. I never never crossed my mind. Yeah, maybe I was a, it was just a couple of years too early for me. Maybe she was a babe, she was a babe. She was married to. I like her because she likes a bad boy. Oh, she was married to that tattooed guy. Yeah, Jesse. James. Yeah, but he was an asshole. Oh, was he? He cheated on her. Oh, that's this is the bullshit. She won the Oscar. I think it was she won the Oscar and she thanked him and she was crying, and then it turned out he'd been cheating on her the whole time. Like fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, we don't like him. We don't like him. No, we. I do not. No, she's America's sweetheart, man. These shit tattoos. Oh, was she in? What did she? Did she win it for Gravity? No, no, she probably won it for Blindside. Yeah, 
which is not a good movie. Is it not? It's just super Oscar Beatty, yeah. super white guilty. It's like um, uh, Crash, that kind of movie. She's good in it. She's a good actor anyway. She should win some at some point. But She's 54 now. That's crazy. 54. Did you see Bird Box? Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan of the Bird Box? No. What about her performance in Bird Box? It was fine. It was fine. Not that interesting. She's still pretty active, right? She was in Ocean's yeah, 8. Yeah, Ocean's 8. She's still going, man. She's a legend. She's, she's char- good. I mean, she's charging. She's like... Yeah, she's great. She's great. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. So you mentioned uh, hackers before. So there's something in this movie that is a bit of a phenomenon, especially in the 90s. You know how they, the way they visualize the internet and hacking in different movies in the 90s? It's always hyper-visual, right? Yeah. But the reality is it's really not. So you've got like movies like this, you've got movies like Hackers. Even Jurassic Park, when she's hacking the things, she's like, we, we prefer to be called Hackers. And she does that thing where she locks the doors in the computer and it's... Haven't seen it. It's Jurassic Park. <laughs> not familiar. <laughs> Go nope. on. No, never heard of it. Um, well, that happens. And um, there's something, they call this Hollywood OS. And it's like this fake version of computers that they show on movies, which is kind of cool. So yeah. it's like, um, I found a little blurb on it that some smart person on the internet wrote. The operating system that only seems to exist in movies, let's call it Hollywood OS, is fascinating. The constant beeping, the clicking with every key press, the impossibly long loading progress bars, the helpful warning alerts, not to mention the ability to zoom forever on digital images without losing clarity. (laughs) Very important. It's so true, right? Enhance, (laughs) zoom in, enhance. Um, But yeah, Jurassic Park, Hackers, Enemy of the State, Swordfish. Ah, there's one. The Die Hard one with Justin Long in it where he's like hacking away and shit. Um, I get why they do it though because you've got to make it kind of visually interesting. But, yeah. But, um, They've created just a visual uh, code book. But there's a new movie now with our friend of the show, John Cho, Milf, Milf Guy. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it on the flight you recently. Mean, what you have to say is Asian actor John Cho. <laughs> Asian American actor John Cho. Um movie called Searching, where the entire movie is his Google. desktop screen. And so, it's all like... So what's his role in it? Well, he's in it. <laughs> he's like, he's Skyping and stuff. Uh, he's FaceTiming, Skype. texting, and it's... Sexy. It, the whole thing is completely engaging, and I think that's probably the right way to do it. Um, so I think in, in that sense, it's outdated, but it's probably just part of a group of those kinds of movies. Yeah. On the flip side... Poor internet. On the flip side, I think some of the elements of the internet conceptually are on point because there's like how she's pretty disconnected from the physical world. Like when she when she gets her identity stolen, her neighbors don't even recognize her. Well, it's because she, that's what they set up. She doesn't she doesn't go outside. Well, that's the thing. But is that not a thing these days? Like I feel like that's actually kind of a fair point. Yeah, because you could not yeah, leave the sorry. house these days. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's kind of a fair. Yeah. That's not bad. I think on the part of the movie. It checks out. Yeah, it's that not like, checks oh, out. There's no... Yeah. But I wonder if when we watched it, to your point, would you have thought, oh, as if her neighbours wouldn't know who she was? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the time, imagine, I'm sure. Imagine Julie and Vic not knowing who I was. Really? My, you know your neighbours? I don't know my neighbours. They're my neighbours. Yeah. Identity theft, catfishing, knowing uh, everything. Like you were saying, like, the fact that that was a bit of a plot twist in the movie that he knew all these things about her, but that's really not hard to do these days. So, again, I think as a concept, kind of on point. Hasn't aged that bad. Ordering pizza. Yeah, kind of works, kind of works. So, in that sense, I think conceptually at least it's like, I wouldn't say on point, but relatively in the ballpark of like... Point. A point. (laughs) And little tidbit. So, in the movie, if you haven't watched it or you haven't watched it recently, the whole thing is she gets this program on a CD-ROM or whatever and there's a little pie symbol in the bottom right corner. And up until very recently, because I couldn't find it, but on Reddit, at the bottom right corner of every page on Reddit, there's a pie symbol referencing this movie. Oh. How about that? Like, wow. is it now? No, because I couldn't find it, but I found screen grabs of it. I'm not sure if you clicked it, what happened, but apparently it was always there. So one of you Reddit people tell us what the deal is there. Reddit's dark web, right? No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's getting a bit into shades of grey, but it's the front page of the internet, bro. What does that mean? That's what they 
call themselves. It's the front page of the internet. I don't get it. <laughs> what is the internet? Yeah, I'm just looking at this now. Yeah, the, the same symbol you see, the pie symbol in the bottom right corner, they used to have that on every Reddit page um, as a reference to this movie. So that's kind of cool. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. Uh, age, well, the fashion's aged pretty decently. I thought she looked pretty good. Yeah. I she think we're at, we're probably at that sweet spot we where like are that sweet spot. even like the bikini and stuff. I'm like, all oh, right, yeah. Um, listening um, as Bullock. Yeah, the fashion was fairly uh, relevant now. Just large cardi, um, loose shirt tucked into sort of uh, boyfriend jeans. Mm. Yeah. Um, one gripe I have with this movie, Greg, for a movie about the internet, the plot is driven by a television. Oh, like her finding out. Yeah. Yeah. They're all by happenstance. Happens to turn on the TV to the right. So, friend of the show, Roger Ebert, points this out in his review. He loved the movie. Well, he didn't love the movie, but he loved Sandra Bullock in the movie. But little excerpt from his uh, review of the film. One more detail. It's well known that in movies, when someone turns on a TV, a story crucial to the plot is always re- miraculously there right on screen. The net sets a record with three stories in a row, all dealing with aspects of the plot. Not exactly plausible, and still I like this movie. If Sandra Bullock ever gets a great screenplay, we may need seatbelts. Um, but That's what, cool. He's yeah. basically saying, watch this space. Watch this space. But Sandra in terms Bullock. of plot, it is kind Was of ironic. Was he alive when she got her Oscar? Yeah, he only died a couple of years ago. But um, what Roger Ebert speaks to is an interesting concept called the coincidental broadcast. Have you heard of this? It's a real trope in movies and TV shows where it's like, they turn on the news and it just so happens that the exact relevant news story to their situation is playing. It happens all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah. Give me some examples. In every movie. Well, rather than give you every example, I thought I'd give you an example. Uh-oh. I thought I'd give <laughs> you... were really working hard for that. <laughs> yeah, I closed it. So, rather than giving you examples of the coincidental broadcast, I thought I'd give you an example of someone subverting that trope. Is it, um, can I just ask, is it most common that when this trope is occurring that on the screen is a mugshot, a sketch drawn Yeah, mugshot? often it's a mugshot of the people hiding. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. So the one I'm going to refer to is Shaun of the Dead. And I'll, I'll play the clip. And it's, it is a little bit visual. Oh, so because he, doesn't, he misses the whole thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, spoiler. Although no one official is prepared to comment, religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. There's panic on the streets of London. As an increasing number of reports of serious attacks on people who are literally being eaten alive. A witness reports are sketchy. One unifying detail seems to be that the attackers in many instances appear to be dead excited. Have with us here, Ace. That's good. So that's so good because they're living into the cliche, but he's literally skipping channels trying to avoid the news story. And it's completely unavoidable because all of the words that people are saying are telling him the plot yeah. right now. So it's a beautiful it's a uh, subversion of that classic trope. Great movie, Shaun of the Dead. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing? Stop yeah. the podcast. Go watch the damn movie. Simon Pegg. So I thought that's pretty good. Yeah, it was great. Pretty good. So I think there's uh, two interesting kind of tropes there, the, the Hollywood operating system and the coincidental broadcast um, that this movie kind of did. In terms of legacy, Greg, did you ever see the TV show? So there was a TV show. Yeah, I didn't. She was a babe. Who I had a it? mad crush on her. She was on Melrose Place, and she was the chicken swingers that he gets the number at the bar and then he calls her too many times. Anyway. Oh, and he's at he just keeps calling her. Yeah, yeah. Brooke Langton. Um um it only lasted one season. The Rock was in one episode apparently. Um but needless oh, yeah? to say, not a huge <clears throat> not a huge TV show. And that was in nineteen ninety eight. But there was also a movie, Net two point oh two point oh two thousand and six. Did you hear about... It was directed video, but did you hear about who directed that one? Uh, it was in Turkey. Was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was unrelated story, but it's the same concept. But it was directed by Charles Winkler, and if that name sounds familiar, it's because the original net was directed by Erwin Winkler. It was his son. Oh. So carrying on his father's Wouldn't legacy. Wouldn't make a movie like Dad. 
I'll, I'll play the trailer to give you a bit of a sense of the... Uh... My name's Hope Cassidy. I just arrived from America and someone has taken my passport, my credit cards, my bank accounts, everything. Someone has taken me. Tomorrow you will be charged for a double murder. It's this crazy, weird setup. I suggest we be careful. From the producers of The Net. These people are trying to destroy me. You can't prove your innocence. I have your money. I'll trade you. $14 million for my lifetime. That's it. No questions asked. Do you really know what you're getting yourself into? When you don't exist. These people are doing everything they can to keep you from finding out who I am. What you gonna do? Fight back. could happen to you so um uh more of the same it seems i haven't watched that i probably don't recommend that you watch that no um anything more to say about this movie um just that sandra bullock was good and the rest of them were fucking shit yeah i agree um jack devlin's quite the thespian apparently it seems that way doesn't it yeah yeah i i kind of i was looking him up and i just kind of lost interest he i kind of he was okay I think more that his character sucked, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was a great actor. Because I was like, he's kind of okay. I, yeah, I was, like he was endearing. Uh, yeah, and, but yeah. But they just gave him nothing to work with. Yeah. I'm just going to see what this could I blame be. the script. i got to blame the script. Take a spin, now you're in with the techno set. You're going surfing on the internet. So, um, how does this stack up? Uh, Bechdel Test. Well, Bechdel Test is, whoa, actually, there's no other female character. Uh, I guess technically she talks to the other female that's pretending to be her. Yeah. Is she technically a named character? Probably not. Yeah. Angela, Angela Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> the same name. Uh, we're going to have to go to the jury on this one. Ask Mrs. Bechtel about that one. Ms. Bechtel, I think, mm. probably. Uh, <laughs> did I just blow up the Bechtel test in my own? <laughs> <laughs> Does that never happen? I just invalidated oh, no. any. <laughs> invalidated any Bechdel test. You didn't, Tristan. <laughs> um, I would say it's not a rewatch. I mean, it's probably in ten more years, especially it's probably a rewatch in terms of just a study in the internet and what we thought it was culturally. As a movie, it's not good, mm. and it wasn't good then. This is Glimmer Man territory of just not a Ooh. very good movie. No, not as bad as Glimmer Man. But just in terms of, it's not so much that it's outdated, it's just that it was never great. Because mm. the concepts are fair. It's probably for diehard Bullock fans. Yeah. If you're a uh, Bullock completionist, yeah, watch the movie. But otherwise, nah. My MVP is obviously Bullock. Um, and like I said, my only potential, if you were to reboot this, make a Black Mirror episode loosely based on this and have some fun with it. That's a, that's, the, that's all you got. Yeah, put some likes above it. Otherwise, the not a bad time capsule, but ultimately probably leave it in the past. It's in the past. In the past. All right, that's the verdict here. Did you agree? Did you disagree? Did you watch it? Probably not. Did you watch it? In some point, did you watch it? What do you think? Did you? Uh, what do we got coming up, Greg? Uh, we're going to... Go watch a different movie. <laughs> In the pipeline, we have Hook, we have Go, we have other movies. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Back to the Future's coming soon. That's going to be a real uh, sizzler. Mm. A little firework. I'm going to do no research. <laughs> Are you going to watch the movie? Yes. <laughs> I like the thought you wanted to do that. All right. Well, that's the show. All right. Enjoy. Bye. Hey, hit us up on social media. We're on Instagram. Don't be afraid to email us. And uh, Instagram is probably the main channel, though. Insta- hit us up. We're on the gram. We're on Gmail sometimes. Instagram's where it's at. Get on board. All right. Bye. Cool, cool, cool.